I don't know what the fuck. My name is Teague. Brian. Yo. Hey. Okay, now Trey. <laughs> Trey, what the hell's going on here, man? Well, this is uh, this is a thing as. Uh, it's just a conversation I wanted to have with the room anyway, because sometimes we get together and do things that aren't down in front. We do things where we talk about each other's projects and, and brainstorm. And we, we don't you also oh wish you knew, you, you knew us. You were you, friends with us. Yeah, you, you wish to, you were here. You for totally want to hang you. with us when we're not on, on the air because we're fascinating. Um, <laughs> and, and it just occurred to me that we could try it as an intermission because, of course, we've got people um, who are doing sort of what it is that I'm curious about, which is participating in extra value added content to an existing media thing. Um, so mm, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, so, so here's it in a, in a vague, in a, as vague a nutshell as I can put it. Um, here's what I'm going for. Um, backstory is, uh, you know, I've got this web series on Hulu called Arc, for example, and uh, this whole idea, and we did a whole intermission about the whole weird convergence of television shows and internet and what constitutes one versus the other, and, and now there's a lot of crossover, and TV shows will exist, but they'll have an online component, like The Office will do things, Battlestar Galactica will do things. Whether it's extra episodes or just some sort of a website that is sort of a companion that has extra content or extra value to it. Um, anyway, I'm putting together a pitch for a project, which I'm going to be vague about the actual project. So we're going to talk in generalities for the most part. But um, I was just sort of thinking as part of planning this project, which would be probably an Internet project as well, but a high-end one. Um, there's sort of the actual, and it's going to consist of episodes. So the, the, the main actual thing is going to be episodes of a show that tell a story. Um, but I was what a concept. I know it's crazy, right? For the internet, it's nuts. Um, but what I'm thinking, future, and so and that will be paid for by you know a company that would finance it if this project goes through. But I thought at the same time, as a separate thing, creating you know a sort of an online component that goes with that that would partly cross over into what's being paid for and probably would be a, a, a homemade you know grassroots thing. Um, and here's here's the logic behind it is um, mostly this is this is. Um, inspired by uh, Craig Engler from Sci-Fi Channel, who wrote a great essay once about how when a show is in trouble in the ratings, and this is a TV model, but it's it sort of applies. When a show is in trouble in the ratings and fans want to like, oh, what, but I love the show and I want to help, um, what doesn't work is to send peanuts to the network or fake beards, which is what apparently community is talking about doing or whatever. Um, I do not understand that show. Exactly. I need to I, watch I, that I just, show. I don't know. So. It's, fake, it's, fake beards it's from the alternate reality episode where at the end they end up in the dark reality with the goatee. And so scenes. They're gonna, so okay. they're going to send you. So, but here's it's the great thing. show. No matter how many fake beards you send to NBC, that's right. not going to help the yes, show. Absolutely. Um, the way to help the show get out of trouble, according to Craig Engler, is the best way to get, help a show from getting out of trouble is so that is never letting it get into trouble. Um, and so the idea is, how do you get an audience for the show? First of all, before the show even exists, how do you get them prepared and you know invested in seeing a show before it comes out? And then how do you keep them involved in the show once it is up and running? That sounds like a situation where you need one a web overture. Exactly. So, so and, and this is where the chat room comes in, as well as the people in the room, is um, we've all experienced these things to a certain extent, you know, to, from the very elaborate alternate reality games where there's a whole, you know, set of clues. And then, if, you know, the 500 people who figure it out all show up in the desert. and There's a fireworks show and they get to play Call of Duty for the first time. Or, and then they go on the spaceship. Exactly. But only Richard Dreyfus gets to Which go. we're not going to have the budget for that. But um, so I'm just, it's, I'm just throwing it out to, the group and the chat room um what sort of things let's start with with a show that doesn't exist yet we'll start, we'll start with a show that is being made assume let's assume the show is greenlit and is now in production um and let's say we have a website to tell you about the show what sort of things would you like or would you think are lame and stupid would you be interested in seeing on that website 
Well, if I like two characters, I like to see them interact. Like, for instance, on Community, they have this whole thing where these two characters, basically the tail at the credits, like at the end of the show, and then the last commercial break, and then there's the credits playing over some video blurb. They've just decided every single one of those goes to Troy and Abed on Community because their back and forth is so adorable. And I would watch an entire web series of those two characters I love being wacky at each other. Aside from all the storytelling, just I love those two guys. I would love to see those. If there was a, a weekly thing where it's these two made up characters made up thing doing a thing together or something along those lines, where I can just enjoy, just like bask in the I love their chemistry, that would work for me. The, ch- the, the challenge that I would say that that poses is number one, those are characters you already love, and then you would see more. He's talking about that's a perfectly valid that thing love? for afterwards. Yeah. That's and that's something that's common and would probably be involved is you know extra bits of media that yeah. are just sort of adjuncts to the show. Well, or what, extended. If, what if the Animatrix came out before the Matrix? Would well, that have you, helped you? The well, Animatrix you all, did come out before the Matrix. No, it oh, you, before the Matrix before the, two. Before yeah. the Matrix yeah. two, yeah. that would have psyched me up. As did um, as did uh, Enter the Matrix, their video game that apparently ties into the story and makes sense of it somehow. But a cool universe origin story. Well, see, that's the problem with this stuff in general but we can get back to the, that the other uh, the other issue with that would be if you if you make a web series about these two characters and they're you know they're really funny and really fun to in- to watch and, and stuff like that but then they're side characters once you launch the show <laughs> then you're like wait we wanted a show about those two guys <laughs> right not whatever this is yeah and if they you did it before occasionally yeah. well let me just throw out like examples like uh you know when i was doing return of pink five you know i had a blog they just talked about, okay, today we shot a scene. You know, today we had a get-together. We shot this, and here's a funny story without giving away spoilers right. about what the show Peter is. Peter Jackson or, is letting Enid Cool do that with Hobbit, and I it's was amazing. Go- I was going to say that. The production he, diaries. He did it right. not only with Hobbit, but he did but it with King, King Kong, Kong too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also doing the little videos. I forgot about that. There's a guy, he brought a journalist onto the set to live blog the production without spoilers, but that was really cool. That built it up. But that you have you don't get that without already being Peter Jackson, already being the follow-up yeah. to Lord of the Rings. Off, I, I like the idea of a universe origin story if the universe is cool. Yeah, I would say, I mean, the way to approach it, I think, is to add the kind of texture, like, think of something like Chronicles of Riddick, where if you're creating this whole this whole universe, this whole world, uh, you're just adding more texture to it. You know, it's, if it, say you're, it's like a Star Trek thing and it's Starfleet and, you know, the main show is about the Enterprise, though the the web thing can be about the Saratoga, or the other ship, the sister ship, or the other crew. It, it, but then, you get, other, but then other, you get into the problem where maybe I like the web series right. better. First of all, first of all, it's tricky to... to Showing other it, corners of the world. It's it's mm-hmm. tricky to talk in generalities a little bit because it's like you do want to... You would want to craft this to whatever the project was, obviously. But um, the... The, the the other thing is like uh, treating it as a prologue could be very cool a prologue leading into it because you also have to to be careful not to fall into the the pit of you have to have watched the web series for this right. to make any well, sense to you yeah and and that's that's the problem i think and that's the that's the the very tricky thing like you know for example with lost you know cuz lost had all the websites of you know they had the oceanic airlines website and this website and it was like okay do i need to go to the website to get the clues to try to figure out the mystery like is that required viewing? Is that required as part of the experience? Or Battlestar, where they had the web series, is like, is that for me to ultimately understand the end of the story? And as we've talked about in many yeah, commentaries, yeah, yeah, totally. it's like, you know, did this, did nothing, this show just give me homework. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yeah, the Iron Man Two thing. I guess yeah. I have to find out who the Avengers are. They have yeah. to not need it and care at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's the tricky part. Is you know, in when you're telling one story. You know, nothing should be included within that story that you don't absolutely need to know for the ending to make sense. Right. And then the, the conundrum is any of that web stuff automatically falls outside of that line. I think he and already, it has to. Yeah, yeah, and I think he already knows all this stuff. Yeah. The question is... But, that, it, but, but that's a, the trick. Yeah, it's, well, like, but, it's but, a, but that's it, why, And that's why what I'm talking about is not so much an ARG. I'm talking about literally like... 
we're not trying to create a world. I'm talking about a website where it's like, hi, we're making a show. Oh, sure. Right. We want you to be involved and invested in the show. Right. And what gets you interested in the show before we've even shown you the show? And like, for example, production diaries. Like, okay, here's, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. what we can show you about who's in it and what we're doing and the teasers about that sort of stuff. Um, I'm sorry, you know, is there anything else along those lines where when you hear about something that's in production, what is it you want to know? What would make you more interested that, you know, without spoilers? Because obviously we can't be doing that. And, uh, and you that know, might actually else? be it might be a little easier now and people might be more receptive to it now than they would have been even three years ago because now Kickstarter is a thing. And they're used to seeing people pitch an idea exactly. to you. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for is, is there a way to get, you know, again, we want the audience to be big from day one. Right. right? right. So I want people to like be invested in the show. You know, and feel you know, well. Here's one what thing really you, helps you, is, could, you know for people to feel like a sense of ownership. You know, is there a way? The, are there ways it. that you can participate? Or feel or feel outsource, that you're being part of it. Outsource your set dressing. Well, well, well. I was going to a, a similar. I made a thing that's on the show, Mom. Look, there's uh, there's that. But but what you're saying, participation, a uh, feeling of investment. If there's anything, you, if there's anything you can do, where it's like have have the uh you know have have the the audience voting on something saying you know which characters should you know be be i mean i mean the the really out there experimental way to do it is which character is the main character you know <laughs> yeah. we're going to do we're going to do a series on on these eight actors they describe their their uh you know we describe the situation we describe who who that's the characters are an and idea, now actually. and now vote on which one of them is our perspective character for the series and, and a lesser, you know, or something like that and i mean that's that's extreme but yeah. but the idea of involving them in the creative aspect of it right. could could get like you say get them the sense of investment in it and a lesser revolutionary way to do kind of the same thing would be to be to vote on certain details of of the universe of again certain texture of characters names or spaceship names or whatever it is you know certain details that to ultimately understanding the end of the story doesn't matter because what the character's name doesn't really matter uh thematically it can make a difference but you know those those kind of details Here's an idea, and I like this idea a lot. Um, talking about uh, things you can do to involve people ahead of time and get them interested and also get them th- th- inherently caring and also interested in addition to their caring about it is um, what if you did a thing where you had the um, a lot of concept art created by existing cult artists? Like I have a friend, Alex Pardee, who ha- he's huge. You can go, he can open a store anywhere in the country. He can open a, a, an art exhibit anywhere in the country. And people in that part of the world, there's enough of them there that they'll always go. He has 30,000 followers on Twitter, but he's still an accessible guy. He's a big artist, but he's an accessible guy. You pick five or six of those kind of guys where they have a, just a massive deviant art following or something along those lines and talk it over with them and say, all right, we're going to do some concept art. That way, you end up with this piece of artwork that you can show to anyone, but also everyone that's already a fan of his is going to see it. Also, some subset of them are going to go, that's really cool. I love the idea of that world, too. That's fucking interesting. I want to see where it's going with this. So right off the bat, you get a lot of eyes on it and thinking prospectively about what the project could be, looking at this concept art. That that might be one way to go with it. That, that, you could you could also work in uh, that. That's another way you could work in like the voting because I'm just going with the voting thing because American Idol and all those other ones they get people get so invested in it. Like yeah. that's what does it when they feel like they've helped to make a choice. Even even and, that, and that's know, what and that's what producers know because American Idol has been the number yeah. one show for however many goddamn years it's been and on. Even when it, even when you are <laughs> you on even when you're you know you're watching American Idol and you're really invested in in one of the contestants and they get voted off. I mean you were calling and texting and doing the thing to try and get to get them to stay on they're voted off you don't stop watching the show you pick someone else that you're going to root for you know that's so so as soon as people are involved and invested in that way so you could do the thing where you get like 
four or five concept artists to kind of uh, you know design stuff. Like Alex Pardee did Sucker Punch pretty much yeah. pretty much all the way. But you have them you have them basically design the whole world and you and you have people vote. Here's five choices. What's the aesthetic of this story? Okay. You know? Well, again, this is going to be a show that's going to exist. It's not going to be right. driven by the online thing, so we probably not we're not going to be able to you know. Okay, fair it. enough. But but like okay, for example, and again, it's not a show about spaceships. But what if five different artists all said, okay, there's a spaceship. There's going to be a ship. You know, just, again, this is just building off of your suggestion as a hypothetical. Okay, there's a spaceship. Um, we have five different artists who all designed the nose art for this spaceship. Which one do you want to be on the spaceship? Yeah, sure. you know something, Any, something on a smaller level. Well, yeah. Now, is that something that's intriguing that feels that now, you would for feel me, invested in? I mean, because or the flip side, and again, jump in any time chat room is like, are you really? Do you really care if you get to vote if the character's name is Betty or Alice? Does that really get you invested? Do you for, actually care at that level? In a weird for, way, for, I think it would, though. Okay, well, I'm asking not, the chat room too because ahead, they're yeah, you know reading. here you are participating in the value added of down in front and you know what's lame to you and what you know what and, gets your what floats your boat. I'm asking the chat room. And too. for instance, already Doc Subs had said uh, tie the show inherently into the website, continue the story online. Don't just do throwaway stories, but they have to have some element of throwaway to them. Also, okay, again, I have to stress, this is not we don't have millions of dollars and this is not an ARG. Okay, we're talking about. We're talking about define ARG real quick for anybody. Alternate reality game, okay, where it's like you know, oh, it's a whole conspiracy, and we have to uncover it. It's, okay. it's none of those things, except maybe in the most well, minor ways, well, because those are. I'm talking about again, being who we are. We're not trying to portray this is a real world thing. We're talking about hi, we're some schlubs making a show. How do you want to participate in how here's, we make our show? Here's something without that, being uh, able to decide how it ends. Or here, anything right like here, well, uh, The Walking Dead this season. I, I don't know Did if you saw has right? been. Well, well, no. Just uh, you're talking about the value add and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead on AMC after the show, um, after the episode airs, they have a. I don't know if it's half an hour or an hour because I don't watch it, but but I'm sure it's very popular. Uh, they have a a little talk show called The Talking Dead, where they sit down. <laughs> Isn't and that they talk at the about, Nerdist Theater? Right. It's it's at, at the Nerdist Meltdown. Theater. It's it's uh, yeah. It's moderated which you might by, remember from a uh, certain <laughs> Down in Front episode. It's, once upon yeah. a time. It's moderated by Chris Hardwick, which is why it's at the Nerdist Theater, and they sit down and they talk about the episode. And I guess they have like the writers or the actors or something, and they're like, "What does this imply for later on in the story? What's going on?" Because there was an element of mystery in The Walking Dead this season. If you if you didn't watch it, you know what's going on with that. Blah blah. blah. So you could have. Um, maybe, maybe, for example, you do an episode of the show, and then on the on the website immediately after it it goes live or or however it's it's put out, you know, you you announce everyone watch the episode, and then we're going to get together for a Q and A with the the writer of this week's episode to tell you what was which going is which is basically like just co opting what the internet has been since its inception. Yeah. They're like, oh, this this episode of Doctor Who just aired last night, wreck Doctor Who. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Talk, 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 yeah, talk. That's fine. Um, you know, I, I mean, again, I've had some experience with this with Pink Five, where you know, there's a page on Pink5.com that I call special features as if it was a DVD because here's where all the making of is here's where all the extra stuff is if you want like graphics and, and if you want a logo or whatever else um, it's all on there again these are all things that once After the, the show fact. is up and running right. and, and they're all valid and they're all great um, one of the things that uh, it, it's, it's a given already that the show itself will include once an episode airs there will probably be a second version of the show that is the version with the commentary track on uh-huh. it for example um, and, the, and the making of beforehand will also be appearing as part of the content of the show itself as an online thing. And again, I'm talking about this as sort of a separate presence where all these things will be embedded and available because it's, you know, it's all part of the package. Only anyway. later. How to hook. Exactly. Is what you're well, I'm still looking for, you know, beforehand, you know, interesting things. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Clayton Spinney says he'd rather see, he'd be interested in seeing how the production process is unfolding on all those things. Uh, 
my under, my understanding of this, and this is why you you brought up maybe doing the nose art instead. The reason I said concept art generally, like world art, not to vote on, just to have five different artists do that, is because it's a big story. You can put that on blogs anywhere, and it's like, look at these five artists all came together to do the world art for this interesting project. What's this all about? That gets all the people interested to read about the production process and all that. The stuff. only the only issue is we're not going to be in a position to have an artist's world art be be visualized because we're a cheap show. Yeah, you know the show is going to be what it is. Um, or at least maybe it could be images from the world of and not actually con- not production art, just like, you know, you, you see those the newer, they've done this now retroactively with Star Wars stuff. You'll see really cool, like, paintings of, of just shit that could have happened in the Star Wars universe. It never did, but you're interested in it. But he's saying, I'm interested in the production process and, and reading that unfold. I might, I'm just trying to think in terms of how you could get a bunch of people to get there in the first place to care about that. Yeah, and again, that's, that's you know, and maybe there's not a good answer to it with when you have no budget and it's a grassroots thing, and, and maybe that's what we're going to come away with. All these things about once the show is up and running, and of course you have forums you can discuss and, you know, whatever. Those are all, you know, perfectly valid things and, and perfectly likely to happen. Um, it, again, it's a tricky thing. It's, it's, you know, how do you build awareness before a show exists and get right. people interested. Is, think, is, and maybe there's not a clean answer to it. I, I think so. I think if it's if it's a situation where the the if the audience cannot feel like they're involved, create when you're dealing with that like yeah. level of stuff, if they can't feel like they're giving some kind of creative input, even if it's you know even if it's really unimportant in the right. long term, but but they want to be able to like the nose art on a ship or whatever, like to be able to say we got together and we decided that was going to happen and they listened to us and they did it. And you the know, problem, that makes them feel like they're involved. They brought up if, in the chat room you might have nerd rage if the one, you know, twenty percent of the people wanted didn't go through though. You might end up with people going, Oh well, no, fuck that shit. That aspect <laughs> yeah, as, well, as the, those, as sh- those people can't be avoided no matter what you do. <laughs> yeah. As a showrunner you would have to make sure that the top five that went out into the internet were that each and every one of those were acceptable to you as the showrunner before you? Well, of course, we'd actually, you know, we wouldn't actually do a bait and switch and go, yeah, the results of the online voting are the thing we already decided six months ago. Right, exactly. You know, we wouldn't do something like that. Well, here's an example. um, But but uh, the issue you still have the same issue of you know nobody's going to vote in that kind of poll before the show exists, and that's the same problem that you Well, you're... but if, if there's a group of people, if you can possibly gather them together and go, look, we're making a show, like you mentioned Kickstarter. I mean, that, that builds awareness and excitement about a show. You know, you say, here's, you do a trailer, you do a proposal, you this say, real. you know, it's, it's I'm not, I just can't say it right now, here, what the show is, but at, the, at that point, we'd be able to say, yes, there's a show we're making, it's essentially this. You know, it's Battlestar Galactica meets Cowboys and Alien. You know, you'll, there'll be some sense of the show. It's not going to be a total vacuum at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Kickstarter, where it's like, okay, so it hasn't even happened yet. We haven't even made this thing yet. And we're you know, Kickstarter, they're asking for money. You know, it's like we're not even doing that. We're talking about just, you know, getting involved. So getting interested. You know, oh, that sounds like a good show. I'd like to see that. So, um, for example, I had a different project, and maybe there's a way to apply it here. I had a different project that was a post-apocalyptic project, and I, I had a scene in the show where they go and there's a there's a place where you know they have this like they find all this uh, you know these old uh, uh, you know da- data files because it's you know technology it's crap sack world for the tropes people um, <laughs> where you know the knowledge is mostly gone um, and had this idea of of finding a place where there are you know still a di- you know some digital servers that are still running and they can access them and I thought that that you know a way to get people to participate is basically make 
whoever wanted to could make a YouTube video that would be like their personal documentation about what they did when the world ended, when the when the catastrophe happened. And it would just be a big, you know, multi panel screen where you just sort of see flashes of all these different people all, you know, wherever That's they were. Cool. You it, know, saying, like, Yeah, the smoke is coming down. You know, it's like you so you would get your you know, in the corner of the frame you would get three seconds of yourself on screen if you participated in something. It, like that. It's in kinda, the chat room they love that idea. Okay. It's, 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 it's get to work. <laughs> no, not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. It's kinda like uh being able to Register your name to get engraved on a plate that goes on the Mars probe and gets it's well, that. They did it's that. that, level, they did exactly. that with Watchmen. There were there were a bunch yeah, of the, Watchmen, the, the, Watchmen the commercials. commercials. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so I mean, and and it's it's a self selecting group, but uh, you know, chat room. Am I right? Uh, since this is kind of a filmy, nerdy kind of a thing, the idea of being able to make eight frames of something that might you you might end up seeing on screen. I'm guessing is something that's. Oh yeah, they're all they're all really they're all they're they're ready to get to work. And I I still like my outsource your your art department shit and just say everyone go make a wacky panel of a wall so we don't have to build it ourselves because we can't do that ourselves and then you can see your panel of the wall in the show or something or some cool gun or whatever whatever. Well, I like the idea. Here's here's another one of the things I'm thinking about is of course the show is almost certainly going to be very low budget. So even though it'll be high budget for the genre, you know, the, the, the web, it'll still be low budget. We're going to be, you know, garage banding as much as possible. So I I would think, for example, if we can get a place where people are coming, we can go, look, we're going to be shooting in Tucson, Arizona. Does anyone have a Jeep from 1955? Or can you get us one? (laughs) If you can get us one, you're in the show. Or the more, you know, the Lord of the Rings thing, like, hey, we need orc sounds, so come to this stadium in New Zealand and we'll record orc sounds. And certainly if there was an opportunity to go, look, we, you know, hey, if you want to show up and be, you know, for a burrito and, and, you know, hang out, we need 10 extras. Yeah. You know, obviously we'll be doing that as often as possible. Yeah. I like that idea. I'm still a big fan of my, um, my, my concept art or something like that idea because that gets you... That gives you free content that has inherent viewership, and it also gives you something that you can put on blogs and say, "We're doing this ultra low budge thing. It's an experiment. We think we're gonna. We think the internet can help us do it. It's gonna be this whole thing. Here's some cool shit we got from you know this guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. Oh shit! Look at all that cool stuff. And I love the idea of this project. And if you if you go in it specifically saying it's gonna be a low budge, everyone throw in kind of thing, then no one goes, "Oh fuck that project. I've heard so much about that stupid project." Like, I, I, a point of of comparison might be Iron Sky. Where if you didn't know that was so much just a labor of love from everyone in the world that was working on it, you would go, I'm just fucking sick of hearing about Iron Sky every three years. Well, the other thing with Iron <laughs> Sky is they had already produced amazing work and right. they go, help us with our next amazing thing. And, well, I, and that's, that's, the attitude could that's totally, a very key You could totally market the attitude and it would fit right in on every film blog. Like, oh, fuck, dude, check this out. This is so cool. And they're doing this project. And that I might, was, that I was totally up. ready to fly to Finland and work on Iron Sky, by the way. Was, <laughs> is that where uh, they're doing it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because it's somewhere the Star Wreck guys. Oh, okay. there, I mean, well, there is, there is the aspect of, you know, asking people to work for free and then taking, you know, work away from professionals in order to do that, that I think is... Well, but if you can't afford professionals... Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's, a, it, it's, it's not a bad idea to... to um, you know, obviously you'd have to do be very careful about it with NDAs and stuff like that. But you're not doing a huge that thing. Would have, that would if have to be can, a given. That would if you, have, yeah, participation if, in something like that would have to be to well, not NDAs. Partly, it would be more. Part of the issue would you'd have to surrender ownership. You right, say, yeah. okay, as a condition of doing this, obviously you're not going to get any back end. But I mean, at any level of participation, if you're shooting, you know, if you're shooting in different places, it's not as much fun if you're just around Southern California. But um, you can get people involved by being like, hey, we're shooting at this place. 
come hang out, you know, and then they can talk about, oh, dude, guys, it's going to be so cool. Like, I can't tell you what, but it's going to be yeah. so cool. And then, like, their word of mouth, they feel involved that my, way, even my, though they I would do love to, anything. I'd love to do that. My concern is that, you know, that 10,000 people would show up if we were too successful. Right. We should have such problems. But but um, I love the idea of having people participate. I mean, you know, it's like if you literally... You have a, you have a we're one all, camera. We're all, we're all in chat room. It's like we're all jaded, you know. Here in this room, we're all jaded film professionals, um, you know, well past our interning phase. But if it literally was like, look, we're going to be in, you know, X place. Um, we're going to pick five people because, you know, right. you, get, inter- you get interns wherever you get interns from. It's like, if you want to come help out on the set, you're not going to do anything glamorous whatsoever. Right. Um, and it's literally going to be for the price of, you know, a free the meal. The price to feed you. price of a free meal. But a lot of the crew is going to be working under that same deal. So, so it's not like, you know, you're getting, you're getting, uh, you know, I think uh, psychologically. Well, my question is, chat room, is that something, you know, of interest? It's like, and, and is, is it is it an either or? It's like, would you be more interested? Like, I just like to just sit in a chair and watch the process. Or I'd like to just, you know, if someone needs to help carry stuff from the truck, I'd like to be that guy. Um, do you have a preference? The thing they're all or. saying the, yes, it is. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is, there's yes a very, is what that was an either or. Uh, there's a very both, particular way about carrying C stands. And the answer was what? I'm sorry, Brian was talking. Trying to. Oh, uh, he, he says I like that idea. It has professional uh, potential. It's a resume builder. Yes, hell yeah, it is. Uh, to production stuff. In so the answer was more predominantly we'd like to actually participate rather than just sit in a corral and, and watch. Yeah, I'd do whatever I could. But, Darth Neckard says again. Yeah. This group would probably more yeah. likely say you that. You could do yeah, but you could do like a half and half, like not an ARG thing, but. You know, to avoid the ten thousand people show up thing, you have you have a little game online or whatever okay. where it's like find the next place that we're going to be, and the first twenty people who figure it out <laughs> get invited to set, and they All can right. help yeah. out and blah blah okay. blah. Anyway, so you were saying, Brian? I was just making a joke about C stands, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's always room for those. I, I was saying there's a very particular way about carrying C stands that you have to be trained to do. It's true. Well, again, you know, you, I'm not talking about. Get behind the camera. <laughs> I'm talking about. Well, you were saying helping unload the truck. Yeah. Well, and that was you know, I'm trucks. making this shit up as I go along. You know, like, <laughs> you're just making it up as yeah. you go along. Bottles of water off the truck, perhaps. Okay. You know, something more like that. In the, in the chat room, they're saying, uh, for instance, Pavlich says the only reason I don't get involved in any of that is because it's not near me. Uh, or Clayton Spinney says location's the big factor. I'd love to help them carry shit around, but I doubt they'd be anywhere near me. Uh, but yeah, exactly. That that's thing. and that's an issue. And and you know, for people, mostly it would be L.A. area. There might be some locations in kind of weird, sporadic places. But that's TBD based on budget. Again, if this would ever happen. So that that brings us back to how can you, from wherever you live in the universe, still feel invested and be part I, of this? I think if you if someone you love is already invested in it, like artist or or someone else or an actor, I guess, or if you actually got to contribute from afar and send stuff in, either a video or a prop or something. I think psychologically it's, you know, it's the idea that you are in the know, that you are – that you're that you in have, the club. You're in the yes, secret club. Yes, that you are in the secret club, that you have the special knowledge that nobody else has. I mean that's obviously a big draw in Hollywood is, oh, I, I was working on this and I went down, you know, and I was talking to my friend who works on this. And so we know that this person is horrible to work for or whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's that quality. So even if it's just a matter of like, yeah, oh, look I – at all the celebrity magazines and shit. That, okay. And that's all <laughs> and, that, and that's fine. So my question is what, what – what, so yeah, what how makes you, you feel that way? How what? do you convert? Well, how do you convert that into something that and can then draw in an audience and build an audience off of that? Uh, I'm talking about you've got ten people. How do you make them feel what you just said? Right. What uh, What is that? What What makes them feel that way? Port over existing fandom. <laughs> that's my. That's still my answer. Find someone. Well, you know that has I'm a, the pink five guy and the art guy. So yeah, that's part <laughs> of it. That's where that's where we get. That's where I get my ten people. I mean, I mean, get more people like you who have weirdo fan bases. That oh shit, he did a thing. I want to see this. 
and attach them to your project just like arms on a robot just like and then we got this artwork or this prop from this guy who did this prop for this other thing or the guy who made johnny five made a thingy for art and uh and and it gets a lot of press on on the on the film blogs and gets people interested and then you you know retain one percent of the people that read, read that article mm-hmm. and there's 200 people a thousand people 1500 people Right, and then and then to build it to the next level, it's like okay, now they've come together. Now we've got right, you now guys. You know what is the thing, or is that does that do it? I have insider info because I know that that thing in the corner of the shot was made by the guy who made Johnny Five. Is that enough, or is there, you know, what sort of investment do you want to know, or or what would what would float your boat? I think it's I think it's you know twofold. I, the production thingy, the keeping up with production and, and keeping up log seems kind of. Like a, a low footprint on your on your time commitment. Production just, blogs just knock one of those out really easy. So that's kind of yeah. a, that's production kind of a blogs are very neat. Like I'm, that's I'm a, totally like that's that. a that's a given. You know, and I love yeah. them too. I'm fascinated by. It. I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm also responding to things that you know I I like, and I'm like I like I love making of. You know, I love making of. I love commentary. I love you know wanting to know how they did it. I think it goes back to let it, getting that people to feel that that they're in the know, that they're part of the secret club by letting them have a say or letting them determine to some extent the the details of the of the universe. The yeah, I mean, Doc Sub said I think that's the that way was to go. that was even the draw of the original Diff Live chats. Is oh, so that's what goes on. Um, what if you did live stream of the We're production? Pioneers. That could be an interesting <laughs> thing. I've never seen that happen that'd before. Be, that'd be dangerous because of the spoilers. Uh, uh, but like. And Star Wars, I think episode two and three had just webcams just kind of running. All yeah, the time, I remember, so. and it was a big deal when Justin Dix got involved and all that shit. But if you had like a webcam on the on the, well, this is later in the game. This is after you started doing it. But if you had a webcam on the set, but it was attached to a microphone right next to the laptop, so you're not picking up area it sounds but any member of the crew can just walk up and go, "Hey, chat room, blah 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 blah." blah. Uh, some productions have done. They've uh, Scrubs had. We did that for a party once. That's how pathetic. Our- <laughs> The Scrubs, uh, they they had a cell phone number, you know, got mentioned in dialogue at some point, but it was as opposed to a five 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 thing, it was a real number, and so they actually bought that number and bought that cell phone, and they just kept that cell phone on set, and so whenever some random asshole decided to call into it, <laughs> whoever was nearby would just pick it up, and maybe it was, you know, maybe it was Zach Braff, maybe it was uh, the showrunner, maybe it was the key grip, you never knew. But uh, see, I like that. See, the, the reason I like that is because that really, like, like the the phrase Michael used is like that that makes no footprint. Yeah, it's not like I'm not obligated. That was, that was him. That was yeah, Teague. But. It was, uh, it was uh, I'm not obligated to to uh, you know to have to do a video like you blog get every for day. All the smart things other people say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but that, that's a that's, I, that's a nutty, that's a wacky idea. He has a cell phone, and then you know, just tell and I the never crew, did it like, myself, but I I did always love that's that. That's a idea. brilliant. I, I think that, I think that's a brilliant idea. It's like it's literally like just that's a given. If it's you're a red phone on the set, yeah. If you're the closest, you have to pick. You're up it. The talk. Doesn't matter who you are, you have to pick up the phone. Plus, later on in the game, when you actually have some random fanboys who get to be on the set, they get to answer the phone <laughs> and talk to the other fanboys. They go, "Don't you oh. wish you were me." Oh, Mister Perfect in the chat says, "Oh yeah, I totally called that Scrubs number," and Zach Braff answered. <laughs> there you oh, go. There you go. Anyway, that's been 30 minutes. You guys want to stop it there and just say we, we, we well, did it? Or? You know, and you can decide later if this is a worthwhile intermission yeah. or something like that. So, let's, so let's recap. What did we learn? It's, uh, as far as beforehand. That helping is good. Helping is good and sharing is caring. And, uh, <laughs> Port, I, I, I say Port Ever fandom and from who all ever you possibly can get all of their fans to at least take a look at something related to the project. Okay. And then when you do that, you have enough content for Ain't It Cool to run a story about this thing that you're and doing. And I, I think it's a matter Plus, of... Plus, you get them to make their videos or however they can actually physically be involved in the show, props. Early on, consistent new content. You've got their interest, so keep giving them something keep more. Give it. them a new... A frame video, grab a or a trailer grab, yeah. that you made out of shit that's not even going to be in the show. Or, or some puzzle that, uh, you know, the when Star Trek was coming out, and they just set up the website, and it was just the, the, like, the security camera thing, and you had to, like, figure out the little codes to unscramble it and give you, like, a... 
uh, image of the the hallway or whatever it was, and that was the first like viral thing of of yeah, but that's you know uh, that's... Star Trek or Cloverfield. I mean, they did very similar things with Cloverfield. Just like any, anything that a creates a secret club and b forces anybody who's interested to actively engage their brain to require entrance you know and to get entrance into the club they are required to actively yeah. engage their brain to get into it yeah it makes so them some kind of puzzle that they have to work at exactly yeah. and i am toying with an idea of a little bit of for me right now what i'm leaning towards is is if you found the website itself you, you have achieved a certain level of something <laughs> that's that's part of sort of what that's I'm level one yeah what's level five yes yeah, level five. Oh, you have no idea wait till, wait till you find out in the chat room, they're saying um, the mail-in props is a good idea. High five, chat room. And they're also saying yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith did a thing where the first you know, 10,000 fans on MySpace got to be in the credits or that kind of thing. <laughs> wow, that's a little, some long credits. That was on, that was on Clerks 2 and those were some long credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's perfectly okay. Anyway, but there's some ideas. That's fine. I, I think, I think uh, my takeaway is, um, is just to, uh, again, the, sh- you know, the show is going to be what it is with some room for if we get this cool thing, it'd be great. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to lean more towards since there was such a, a big, uh, a big bite down on the, yes, I'd love to make a video and have it end up on screen for a few seconds. Um, it's just look for like, look, we, you know, there's a, there's a room and there's going to be, you know, a guy's got a painting on his wall. Who wants to make that? We'll pick the best one. Email, know? by the way, if you have any ideas. Or a piece of music. It's like we need a random piece of music here. doesn't matter what it is. And throw then, it in. And then whoever we pick, we interview and they get a special blog post on the blog and we'll invite them to set or blah, blah, blah. Okay. Free content, yeah. Anyone in the chat room that either couldn't, because uh, I know there's a character limit. It's like 190 character limit in the chat room. Uh, if you had an idea now, I didn't communicate it well, or if it was uh, a longer thought, or if you have this later in the future, even down the road, listen more to this off the, off the website. <laughs> it's good practice. Email downinfrontshow <laughs> at gmail.com with the subject line, Trey's Balls. I don't know. I just needed a subject How line. How am I going to tell that from all the other emails? <laughs> yeah, <right>? anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll look through those as well. So anyway, this And is- also, if this does, you know, subject to the editor's... Um, Assuming this episode passes muster and actually becomes a released down in front episode, yeah. Um, anyone it will listen- have its own anyone listening to it now, go to the forum with your idea because there'll be a, a thread about it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, until next time, my name is T. Christie, Brian Finister, Hi, Scott. Hi, thanks everybody for uh, helping out. Trey Stokes, green light. I love it. Can we add a dog <laughs> with shifty eyes that go like this?